Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is the all new evening runway. I'm Elliot Danker. Time now to take a look at Culture Club, where today we're talking about fine dining. You've heard of the Swiss Hotel, the Stanford's Sky High Restaurant Sky, refreshing its a la carte menu under the leadership of new executive chef Seamus Smith. Now, with the firm reappreciation for the art of Japanese cookery, the new menu is a celebration of the Japanese produce. With 12 years of culinary expertise under his belt, Chef Seamus has honed his craft in numerous Michelin star kitchens. And we're going to find out about all of them. On the line with me is Seamus Smith, Executive Chef for Sky. Chef, good evening. How are you? Good evening. I'm very well. How are you? Very good and very excited to be talking to you about this as an icebreaker just to get us in the mood. Tell us a little bit more about your new role at Sky. Yes, I started Sky uh, earlier this year and it's been an amazing journey so far. Fortunately, Sky has a fantastic view overlooking uh, the whole of Singapore, Mm -hmm. Um, CBD, and we get to see Marina Bay Sands. So, you know, it's very helpful having that view. Now we have some uh, great food to go along with it, um, focusing more on Japanese products, uh, but still sticking to our core uh, concept of a modern contemporary uh, grill. Okay. What do you think makes Sky so special? And not to put you on the spot, how do you compare it with some of the other works? Uh, for example, uh, Hester and Blumethal in London or even at Ion, for example. I mean, what makes Sky really special is obviously its location. It's right in the center of uh, City Hall yeah. on the 70th floor of the Swiss Hotel. And the view itself is just breathtaking. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, I don't think you quite get that view anywhere else in uh, Singapore. And then, you know, we back that up with some uh, some amazing food and uh, great service. So overall, it's just a, a great experience. Yeah, it is an experience. I really relate to what you say there. I'd like to, to find out, and really, this is out of personal curiosity. Sure. What got you started, you know, in terms of your passion for cooking, that journey to get to where you are right now? I think it's something that was always there, but I never <laughs> quite realized it. Okay. Until I went to university to do engineering, I was like, okay, this is really not what I want to do. And then I sort of fell into the culinary world. And from there, I really saw that, wow, this is something I want to do and, and loved it. And then I was fortunate enough to go work uh, with some of the best chefs in the world from a very young age. Mm-hmm. I had a previous life as a like a criminal profile, and I always get curious when it comes to this. I mean, you work with so many people. You see so many people. What would you say are, I don't know, lessons in life, you know, as far as, you know, that, that have come about from working in these Michelin star kitchens? Definitely uh, attention to detail, hard work, dedication and loyalty is key. It takes time to uh, to build anything and to learn anything. So it's really important that you, you put the work in and put the time in as well, I think is what's important uh, that you surround yourself with uh, good mentors as well that are willing to teach you and that you can really learn from and gain some good experience. Okay. A lot of chefs tend to talk about heritage influencing their style. So for you, you know, being born and raised in Scotland, how does that play a part? I mean, where I was born in Scotland, uh, we had, you know, some of the best produce in the world from uh, lobsters, langoustines, crab, and then going on to game. So right now it's like game season. So you get all the pheasants and deer and all sorts. So, you know, growing up with all this fresh, incredible produce, um, you you take it for granted sometimes how, how good it is and 
And that's where you start to learn to adapt how to cook with, with this fresh produce and make interesting food, shall we say. <laughs> but it's very different, right? Because you've moved here to Singapore. It's a different culture altogether. Is it a case of you having to, to blend or, or adapt? I would definitely say blend. Um, fortunately, with Singapore, we, we can source the best produce in the world as well from sure. Japan, Australia, Europe. And then Singapore itself is a, a food nation. So you know, you've got plenty of uh, yeah. inspiration around there that uh, you can uh, choose from and uh, blend some of the local culinary scene into it. Tell us a bit about Sky's Refresh DNA. I've just come back from Japan myself, so this definitely okay. is something that I'm very interested in. We try to focus on uh, Japanese products, seasonal products. I wouldn't say we're Japanese per se, but we try to use some Japanese techniques in terms of the sauces of making our own ponzus in house. Use the koji, for example. The majority of the menu has been cooked in some way or another on the Binchotan grill using the Japanese uh, charcoal. So all of that sort of adds that little bit of Japanese flair to it. Okay. And based on that, if you could pick out, <laughs> this is hard, but if you could pick out, I don't know, some of the dishes that excite you the most. Probably the Shimiya Aji is one of them. It's a fantastic fish, Japanese fish, similar to uh, mackerel, very oily. And this one we uh, we dry age and then we uh, season it up with our house-made ponzu and the yuzu koju. So, you know, everything on that is uh, very, very Japanese, but uh, done in a more European style. Ah. It's funny, right? Because I-, I wanted to ask if, you know, perhaps Singapore's food scene has influenced the way you've presented this, but you've kind of blended all of Asia with that European style. Tell me a little bit about that creative process. I think it's important to cook for the for the local market and for the the local clientele and then obviously i try to eat out as much as possible as well around singapore to see what other people are doing and you know what other people are are used to flavors and uh textures and ingredients are there singapore dishes that that fascinate you um well the black pepper crab i think that's uh, yeah. fantastic yeah and then uh, we've sort of incorporated that slightly into one of our new uh, crab toast dishes ah, well that's quite interesting so taking that sort of like black pepper uh, sauce but we turn that into um emulsion and then we bind our japanese snow snow crab with this uh black pepper emulsion mm. chef it's, so it's, it's our familiar flavors it's it's not so simple just being a, a, a great chef these days because you know you guys have to deal with very current issues for example minimal ways um, yes. Why do you think it's important for kitchens today to have that minimal waste? And how, how do you approach that in your kitchen? Well, I think it's something that's always been there in kitchens. In kitchens I've worked in anyway, it's always been very important that we fully utilize the entire ingredient and product. Um, and it's just, just a way of showing respect to the product and showing a way of respect to the farmers and everybody. Nice, so more than ever, it's just important that we really fully utilize everything. There's no waste. One, it helps on cost. Uh, it also helps to show the chefs how to, you know, really utilize a fish, for example. We mm. use the bones, we use the head, from parsley to using the stalks and the leaves. It's just reducing waste and reducing your carbon emission and everything like that. It's quite important. Mm. Fortunately, at Swiss Hotel, we have our own uh, aquaponics farm, so yeah, we get yeah. some of our, our salads and whatnot from. Yeah, that does help. I guess that leads me to ask about the future plans for Sky. What else do you have, you know, that, that you're planning for the future? Yeah, well, n- next year we want to really collaborate some more with some uh, exciting chefs from around the world. Just keep putting our name out there, keep elevating, keep, you know, having happy guests coming in day in, day out. And uh, that's that's the most important thing for us, is seeing guests coming back and, 
you know, really enjoying themselves and keep wanting to come back more often. Mm. You know, you're trying to, to create the perfect experience. Do you yourself, I don't know, take yourself out of that chef's hat and try to experience Sky as a customer? Is there a process there? Whenever we make the menu, obviously, we all try it. We get everybody's feedback and input. Then, you know, we have family members, friends come and try it, sure. and they tell us their, their real opinion as well. And then we work closely with the front of house team as well to really get that experience across there of what's inside the dish and how to present it to the guests in the right way. All right. Okay, before we let you go, we have been talking a lot about fine dining, but uh, I got to know, what is Chef Seamus Smith's comfort food? What's your go-to? Uh, <laughs> probably, I would say anything involving rice. Yeah, uh, it's very <laughs> Asian. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very Asian. I know a lot of people are surprised, but I mean, I eat rice every day. Rice and then perhaps like some barbecued pork neck on top Ooh. of there or or uh, even some nice migoreen or something is quite a tasty thing to finish off the evening with as well. Oh, that is brilliant. <laughs> that is brilliant. I've been speaking with Seamus Smith, who is executive chef for Sky. Thank you so much for taking the time today. Take care. Have a great evening ahead. Thank you. You too. Have a nice weekend. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.